Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope all is well with you and yours, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, for God is good, and he's wonderful, he's wonderful, he's kind, he's love, he's peace, he's omnipotent, he's all-seeing, and he's all-knowing, and I, for one, am grateful, and I believe that you are grateful. How many of you know there is a word from the Lord on today, and we just look so forward to sharing this word with you all today for God has just been so good to us. And I know we say that each and every time because it's true every time that we say it, amen. That no matter what has happened, no matter what we've gone through, that if you're still on this side of glory, if you're still around, if you're still here and you're able to hear the sound of my voice on this morning, know that he's been good to you and he's been better than good. For he's kept you from all hurt, harm, and danger. There have been all kinds of storms that have been coming through our area. There have been all kinds of things and people just losing their mind. But how many of you know that you're glad that you got your mind? How many of you know that you're glad that you have your mind and you have your well-being and God is good for we still are living in the year of Rehoboth, amen, which means that God is making room for us and he's making room for you. Without any further ado, we're going to go right into our praise and worship service on this morning. As we go right over to Sister Dominique, she's going to take us in on her own way. Sister Dominique, it is yours. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning. the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me.
Your hands if you really love Jesus. Clap your hands if you really love Him. Clap your hands if you really love Jesus. Clap your hands if you really love Him. Clap your hands if you really love Jesus. Clap your hands if you really love Him. Praise the Lord with me.
That your testimony, you've been better than good. Oh, I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. I can't praise you enough. Even if I try, because you've been. Better than good to me.
and I'm standing here only because I couldn't see the way you made a face. When my back was against the wall and it looked as if it was over, you made a way. And we're standing here only because you made a way. Standing here, not knowing how we'll get through this test. Holding on to faith you know best Nothing can catch you by surprise You've got this figured out And you're watching us now and step in and everything we need you supply you've got this in control and now I know that you've made a way when my back was against the wall and it looked as if it was over you
has made a way for you. Don't miss your opportunity to tap in and just tell them I'm thank you for making a way. Oh, I thank you for making a way. Oh, and the standing here only because you made a way. How many of you know he's made a way for you? If you look over your life and you think about the times and all that you've been through, how many of you know that he has made a way? It wasn't we ourselves, but it was him who's made a way for us. And we're grateful for him. We're grateful for the way he has made. How many of you know you're just grateful? Because it could have been another way. It could have been another situation. You could have been another circumstance, but he made a way. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. Ain't nothing that you've done. There's nothing that you've done to deserve this. There's nothing that you've done that was so great about you, but it was just his goodness and his mercy. How many of you know we rely on his goodness and mercy on this morning? For if it was not for him, where would I be? And I'm just grateful. I'm just standing here today 
only because he's made a way. He's made a way. He's made a way. How many of you know that when you were stuck and when you found yourself in a situation and a circumstance and it was he that made a way, it was he that opened that door, it was he that led you to that person, it was he that put you in that position, it was he that had you in that place, in that situation at that particular time, and it was only he that could deliver you. Hallelujah. Why don't you raise your hand to him right now and just thank him. Just thank him for him being the one. Thank him for him being there. Thank him for looking at you even when you weren't looking at yourself. Thank him for opening up the doors. Thank him for knowing and, and lifting you up and knowing that he has made you and wonderfully made you. Amen. How many of you know you're just grateful, grateful, grateful for he has made a way. He's made a way. He's made a way. He's opened up doors that you couldn't see it and he's put you in situations and he kept you from danger and he denied this because he knew about this and he allowed that because he knew that this was coming and he put you here and he put a hedge around you and, and he made you not be seen on purpose. Come on, somebody. How many of you know sometimes he, he allows you not to be seen on purpose because he has a plan for you, amen? The Bible says that I prosper you to have good success, amen? And we're grateful for good success. We're grateful for life, health, and strength. We're grateful for his, his glory and his anointing that rises inside of us, amen? For it's the anointing that destroys the yoke and set the captive free. And we're we're grateful. We're grateful this morning. We're grateful. We're grateful. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning, Lord. We want to say we thank you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, you for our rising up on this morning, Lord. We thank you for our going down on last night, Lord. We thank you. For the rain, Lord Jesus, here in the triad, oh God, and all the things that bring with it, oh God. Lord, I know sometimes we don't like rain, oh God, and we don't like the Lord Jesus when things change, oh God, but it's the changing of the seasons that brings forth new life. It's the rain, Lord Jesus, that uh, that Lord Jesus saturates the ground, Lord Jesus, and allow the plants and the things to grow, oh God. Much like the things in our life, oh God, Lord Jesus, we don't always like trouble, oh God, Lord Jesus. None of us will volunteer for it, Lord, but Lord Jesus, you bring these things in to make us strong, Lord. I ask you continue to watch him and keep, Lord, to each and every person that's under the sound of my voice, oh God. Lord, I ask you to continue to heal our dear sister Carolyn, oh God, Lord. I ask you to continue to love on her and bless her, oh God. Lord, for you know and you see where she is, oh God. All the other sick and shut in all around the world, those who affiliate with the safe house. Lord, I ask you to continue to touch our members, oh God. Lord, as the seasons change, some are getting sick and all kinds of things, oh God. But Lord, you ask that you protect us and keep us, oh God. For you said in your word that you never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread, Lord. For we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus that strengthens us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, you for traveling mercy, oh God, as you take us here, near, there, and everywhere, oh God. Bless us and keep us, oh God. Continue to put your hands around this beautiful body of people, oh God, as we go forward, Lord, and do what it is that you call us to do, Lord. And say what you call us to say, to live how you call us to live, and to pray how you call us to pray. And Lord, we thank you for that, Lord, and we love you for that, Lord. And we give your name all the honor and all the praise, the glory and the power, Lord, for it's yours and yours alone, Lord. For you hold the king's heart in your hand and you turn it whichever way you may. Lord, I ask you to continue to give us favor, Lord, you with your people, oh God. Give us favor, oh God, Lord, you with non-believers, oh God, to help us do the work that we need to do, Lord, G, in an expeditious manner. And Lord, we thank you, Lord. We love you and we praise your name, Lord. And we give your name down in the praise for who you are. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, to all our heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit and know that you're good and you're better than good. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you all. Love you all. Welcome back to the Safe House Church of Greensboro, North Carolina. For God has just been so good to us and he's been better than good, amen. And I am grateful, grateful, grateful 
um, to him. Amen. Y'all hear me say it all the time. I'm just a grateful individual because I understand that. I know it could have been different. Amen. It could have been different, but he didn't allow it. Amen. So glad to see Sister Carolyn there in the chat room. Amen. This morning making comments here. Uh, you know her story. Amen. You know that that's significant. Amen. We talking about an individual who has some significant health issues that came about the last um, couple of months. Amen. But nonetheless, God is good and he's worthy to be praised and she's hanging on in there. Amen. And we're just grateful that she's getting better and better each and every day. Um, and God has just continued to work that miracle. Amen. We're so grateful to all of you of the Safe House Church, amen, that you've come in on this morning, amen, and just come in beautifully as we come in here to celebrate our God and also to be able to to um, give the word I believe God has given for us today, for there is a word from the Lord. I'm just grateful for God blessing us, amen, to be able to travel up and over the dangerous airways, amen. Amen. As many of you know that I travel between a couple of states, amen, to do what I got to do for my household, amen. And God is just continually blessing us, and I'm just grateful for that, amen. It's not been easy, but um, it's definitely um, been worth it, amen, to see the progress that's being made and the individuals that God is allowing us to help. I'll be able to tell you all about some of it at some point, amen. But um, and, and some of this stuff, when I tell you, you would just be amazed, amen. And some of the things and people I've encountered, amen, just... Um, God, just trust God, y'all. God knows exactly what he's doing, amen. I know some of you are in seasons of your life and you're in transition and you don't have enough of this and you don't have enough of that, amen. I've been there, amen. I've gone through those things myself. Sometimes we go through them again for various reasons. But one of the things I'm learning and I'm understanding about God is every time he takes you through something, it's like a spiral. I keep telling people it's a spiral. In education, we have this term of, um, spiraling, uh, I think they call it spiraling curriculum or somewhere of the sort. And really what it means is that, you know, you're going around, but every time you go around, you're going on a higher level. And that's how I believe God deals with us is that, yes, we see things before, but we see them now and then we see them on a higher level. And then we go around again and we see them and we go on a higher level and we see them and we go on a higher level. So it, it's a spiral. Amen. And you spiral your way up, which means also that way, if you're on a spiral, that you cannot just skip steps. You do not have the opportunity to skip steps. Then you have to go through each and every step and you hit each and every way and you hit each and every point. That is a spiral that you hit all the steps. So there's no skipping. Amen. You go through all of these pieces. Amen. And you hit every single one of them. I, for one, am just grateful to God from whom all blessings flow. How many of you are just grateful this morning? How many of you are just feeling good in your spirit and feeling good about your situation and where God has you? Amen. I know it means that you have all the money in the bank and you don't have all this stuff. But, you know, those things at the end of the day are very minimum. Amen. We need what we need to do what we got to do. But nonetheless, those things are minimum. When we start to think about this, the one writer put it like this. said, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me. And I just want to express that to you on this morning. I want to give honor to First Lady um, Felicia Ely, amen. Just so grateful for her being here by my side doing this work, amen, and working in this vineyard. And I'm just so grateful um, to everything that she is um, for me and to me, amen. And she's my confidence. She's my spouse, um, my, my lover, and sometimes... 
Yeah, we have what we call intense fellowships that goes time to time. Amen. Also, they said to have a healthy relationship, there must be some confrontation. Uh, amen. I know some people, oh, we don't ever fight. We don't ever do this. I can't tell y'all that's not our story because when you have two completely separate people coming together to be one, sometimes things don't always agree. Amen. And there's sometimes some disagreement. But at the end of the day, what we do know and what we do understand is that we serve the same God. Amen. We worship the same God. We love the same God. And if we're committed to him, like we tell everybody else we are, then it's important that what at the end of the day, when all things break down, that she believes the way she believes, I believe the way I believe, amen, and, and we know that that is consistent. So at the end of the day, when it all breaks down, we have no choice but to come back and reconcile, amen. For the Bible says this, no, he said, be angry, but sin not, amen. So sometimes we all go through those cycles, amen, but um, just grateful. I'm not saying that we arguing, I'm not, no folk, but anyway, I'm just saying, amen. And we're just grateful. But, you know, even if we were, that's none of your business either. Hey, Amen. <laughs> but God is good. I just want to let our other couples know and others know. You know, some people think because you're saved, they are, you're just immune from all of this stuff. That these things don't happen to you. You don't get sick in your body. Your finances don't go crazy. Your marriage doesn't have some rough points. And your children always acting great and all these things. But no, 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 no. These are falsehoods. Hey, Amen. And th things that people believe. But what I find out is what I, I say is that the same things that you deal with, I deal with. The same things that you go through, I go through. This, you pinch me, I'm going to not probably want to not be very happy with you. Do you see what I'm saying? But what is the difference? The difference is simply this, is that when I do go through those things, I go to the rock of my salvation who I lean on to say, okay, God, I got this in front of me, Lord, and, and I know what I would normally do. I know how I would normally react. I know what I would normally say, but Lord, I am trusting you, Lord. I need your power. I need your grace. Lord, I need your strength. Because Lord, I'm going to do something out of character right here. Lord, I'm going to say something I probably shouldn't say. Lord, I might say something that I might regret. Or I might have gotten myself in a situation, oh God, that is not good and is not becoming of me. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? So here, what the Holy Ghost is, a the Bible talks about it, is the comforter in that way. He comforts us as we go through our storms in life. That I, you know, all of us going to have storms on life. We're going to have some things and some challenges we're going to go through. There's some things we're going to endure. But nonetheless, that way he's there to comfort us as we, we go through them. Amen. Amen. And this is the difference that when others are jumping off bridges and all this kind of stuff, I go to the rock. Mm -hmm. When others are wanting to take themselves out, you know what I do? I go to the rock. It doesn't mean that I hadn't had gotten there, but I understand that when I get to that point that I have some help, that I have someone I can go to, and I go to who? I go to the rock, and that's the rock of my salvation. Amen. I'm grateful, grateful to him from whom all blessings flow. Amen. Uh, um, as we go, continue to go in, the computer is working a little slow today, so y'all forgive me if I'm freezing a little bit or whatever the case may be, but I do want to go into, um, remind us that um, our next in person will be on October the 8th. That's a couple of weeks from now, October the 8th, so please um, mark your calendars accordingly. That'd be, the, I think, the first Sunday in October. If it's not, it's definitely the second, but I think it may be the first. That's October the 8th um, there at the... Um, the Simpkins Elementary School, and we're just so grateful um, that we've been able to go into that space, amen, as we go forward. So please mark your calendars accordingly. We'd love to have you there in the space, live and in person, amen. 
um, so we can pray and put lay hands and all those things that we do. Amen. For, you know, the Bible said, fail not to assemble yourselves together. And that's our opportunity that we have um, have that we can assemble ourselves together. And we're just so grateful for, um, to him for that. How many of you feel good on this morning? I hope that you're feeling good, that you're feeling well, that things are well in your body and in, in your home. Amen. And if the, even if it's not, I want to remind you that what God is able to turn around for Paul and Silas prayed in that midnight, he turned it around and went and it worked in their favor. Um, I think I've hit everything I needed to say. Remember um, prayer. Amen. Our prayer every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m., Amen. You've been attending there so faithfully. And I know I've struggled a couple of days. Amen. It's been some long days down in Bama. Amen. And y'all know it's five o'clock for me because um, they're on Central Time. But nonetheless, we're still there. And I know God sees our faithfulness. And I do believe that he honors our faithfulness as well as yours. Now, I do believe that he honors that. Amen. That things would not be as going as good as they go. They are going or as well as they are. Without that, for the Bible tells us that what prayer changes things. And he tells us that what the prayers of the righteous, the fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Amen. And I ask you to continue to pray with us. Amen. I know every day is not easy. Amen. But this is a lifestyle of prayer. And therefore, when we need God and when we have to, and we ask him for things that way, he's more than apt to answer us because what? We're just not showing up. Lord, I need you like Santa Claus. Lord, I need you to do this. No, but there's a consistent relationship there so that when the phone is picked up or when 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 we get on the prayer line and say lord i need you lord he knows who's calling his name because there is relationship that we spend time with him and we go back and forth with him and we talk to him and he talks to us amen and and he pours into us amen and he gives us what we need to go forward and I am grateful for that. So without any other time, I'm not going to belabor the moment any more any longer. But I do believe there is a word from the Lord on today. And you're going to find on this morning that we are in a very familiar passage of scripture. I know they said that it's about two verses that, you know, that I would guess they would, you can go out on a limb and say these are the most famous verses in the um, in the Bible. Um, that one will be John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, and whosoever believe Him shall not perish, but shall have what everlasting life. And I believe that a close second to that, if not the first one, would be where our text would be today. But we want to take our different context on it today. So I want you to turn with me to the book of Psalms, the twenty third Psalm. I know many of you probably know it by heart. Uh, amen. And, or you have commenced it to memory because, like I said, it's probably, if not the first, the second. I know they said John 3.16 is number one, but I do believe that this Psalms 23rd has got to be a very close second. But we want to read through this on this morning and share what I believe God has given me to impartate to our people on this day. All right. So if you would turn me to the 23rd Psalm, uh, give me here a second here. I'm going to put it up on the screen. Amen. Hallelujah. For God is good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. And I'm grateful, grateful. Ask God that he continue to bless and watch over and keep our children and fill them with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That is my prayer that the Holy Ghost is essential. Um, and, you know, we need our children to have it. Amen. All right. So let's go here and see if we can get a get a Bible read going on here. So we want to go to the 23rd song. Okay. All right. Let me. 
get my picture back up here. Give me a second. It's running a little slow today. Um, I don't know what's going on with it. But I think I just need a, a good reset. Sometimes that happens. But we're here. Nonetheless, we're here. All right, let's let's go. 23rd Psalms, and it says this. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the, through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou rod and thou staff, um, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord for forever. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If I would use for um, a subject on this morning, I want to talk to you just for a little bit today about the um, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning, Lord Jesus, almost we know how, Lord, I said you, Lord, that you replace the words of my mind, Lord, with the words of your mouth, oh God, Lord, that they speak through me, Lord, they speak to your people, oh God, that they lead and guide them, Lord, that they inspire them, Lord, that they change their mind about something, oh God, or they, Lord, you receive confirmation, oh God, that this is the way that you have them to go, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we praise your name, and give your name all the honor and all the praise, Lord, the glory and the power for is yours and yours alone, for we know this one thing, and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Strengthens and keep us let this word go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we hear in the 23rd Psalm that we find that this um this book is or this psalm has been accredited to David and uh, as the author of it. We know that David himself is a songbird. David is a man of extraordinary talents. Amen. That David is a man of extraordinary faith, and he's of also of an extraordinary heart in the sense that he understands and he knows God and he knows God loves him, amen, despite the things that he's gotten himself into, that we find that David is also a man that struggles with his flesh, amen, that he makes some fleshly decisions. He struggled with his eye gate that he got himself caught him. Sometimes he struggled with his decision-making in situations and circumstances that he found himself in. And I find that David is not much different from many of us that we desire to do good, but evil is always present. We desire to do better. We desire to go forward, but sometimes we don't know exactly how to do that, that we find ourselves in a struggle for life or death, amen, that the, not so much the physical death, um, the physical death that we struggle with, but that death of the second man of to our desires and to our wants and to things that we know we shouldn't have and situations we shouldn't put ourselves into and things that we shouldn't be doing and our thought gate that we, things that we've been thinking about or we've been thinking about doing that we know we shouldn't do. But here we find that David finds himself, that David does something when he finds himself in parallel, when he finds himself in trouble, that David 
creates songs. And, and in this song here, we find that this is probably, like I was saying earlier, it was probably one of the most famous songs that you would read is the one here in the 23rd Psalm where David uses as a metaphor, the good shepherd. We often throughout the Bible, we see that the Bible that we know pastors have known as shepherds. And the, the word named pasture is almost like pasture, P, um, that well, the goats or the uh, the cows or wherever be there to roam and there will be somebody there to watch over them. And the Bible talks about it that we are the sheep of his pasture, that what we are the sheep, amen. If you know anything about a sheep, that he's not a very smart animal. In fact, he's probably didn't think for himself and he's all into situations and circumstances, amen. And he finds himself in stuff. But there it is that we have this one called the shepherd and what the shepherd job is to do is to protect the sheep from himself. Amen. To protect the sheep from getting into situations, to protect the sheep from getting into circumstances. And if the sheep finds himself in a circumstance, if the sheep finds himself in a peculiar situation, if the sheep finds himself and wondering in a life or death situation, there it is that the good shepherd comes along and the good shepherd pulls them out of a situation. The good shepherd makes sure they stay their best they can behind the hedge. It's the good shepherd that goes in and makes sure that what they get the things that they need, that the things that they that they they need to be um, to go forward. It's the good shepherd that makes sure that they have things to eat. It's the good shepherd that makes sure they have the water to drink. It's the good shepherd that makes sure that a wolf does not come into the place or a coyote or some kind of other predator to come in to be able to eat them because they cannot have they do not have the ability to fend them off for themselves. Here it is that what is the good shepherd and good here being a adjective shepherd being the person who's here to take care of the sheep and therefore since there's an adjective in front of this meaning that it describes the word that's after it this word good means that it speaks to the essence and the characteristics of the person who's doing the work it's the word good speaks to who they are and, they, and, and their, 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 their intentions as they go forward and go ahead. So just because it says shepherd doesn't mean that it's always a good shepherd. In fact, I think because of the word good there, that they would infer automatically if we look at the con, the, um, the, um, the, the opposite of this, that they could be a bad shepherd. They could be a mediocre shepherd. They could be a, a just a shepherd. Amen. But here describing what we call the good shepherd. Amen. As we read in the book of the 23rd Psalms, he tells us, and David explains using this metaphor to help us understand. As the Bible speaks, most of the time it speaks in metaphors, in particular in agriculture. Why? Because this was the context of the day. This is where they found themselves. This is what they were doing. They understood how to work with crops and they understood how to work with animals because that's what most of them job was, was to work with animals. So David here, but he, he spells it out only as David can. Because David speaks it out through, through the context of a cultural pedagogy for the sense in that it was culturally relevant to the time. It was culturally relevant to where he was and culturally relevant to what he was doing. It was culturally relevant for him to be able to speak to the people that he was put on to speak to, amen, that they were going to see it in the light that they understood. So his thing here was that I wanted to show you how God is, amen, that he is more than just a shepherd, amen, but for the context of what we're doing, let me show you how he takes care of you. And the first thing that he does is that he continued that 
Lord, that he watches over heavens and he keeps us, oh God, that he is my shepherd and I shall not want. Why? Because I already have the one. I have the best shepherd. I got the one who's taking care of my soul. I got the one who provided for me. I got the one who watches over me. I got the one who has my best interest at heart. And because I belong to him, then I am his responsibility. And it's upon me that I shall walk and do what he tells me to do. I should go where he tells me to go. I should say what he tells me to say. I should move the way he tells me to move. I shall walk the way he tells me to walk because L-O-R-D is in capitalized. It means ownership. And that means that he owns me. And since he owns me and I don't belong to me, then what I do not belong to myself. And since I don't belong to myself, therefore I am the responsibility of another. So therefore what I shall not want, amen, because it's his job to make sure that I have everything I need. He tells us like this. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be what? Added unto you because he is the good shepherd. Amen. Since he is the shepherd of my life, he told me to seek him. Amen. Seek what he wanted me to do, which means that he wants to keep me out of danger. He wants to keep me from placing in situations and circumstances. And if I would listen to him, that I would avoid some of the potholes of life. If I would listen to him, that I know that he would keep me. And even if I do run into something, then that means I know that he's able and able to save me. Amen. That he's able to take care of me. Why? Because I've been following his voice. So even if the good shepherd takes me somewhere, it seems a little gloomy. If he takes me somewhere, it seems like it's not going in the right direction. When it seems like he takes me somewhere, I don't understand. I got to believe and know and understand in my heart and in my mind and in my soul and in my spirit that he is the good shepherd. And since he's the good shepherd that he wants good for me. Oh, come on, somebody. For then he goes on and he tells us that way. He makes them to lie down. Why? Meaning he makes them to lie down so that they can get rest in their body. Sometimes you and I don't know when to quit. Some of us are so eager and so gun ho to do the things that we do and go to places we go and say the things we say. We just move and move and move. But sometimes we have to lay down and we have to take rest. Amen. That he puts rest in our bodies, that he's made us, even God rested on the seventh day, amen, that he's telling us to rest, amen, that he's leading us, and he's going to put us in a place that even when we rest, that we're going to be by the waters, amen, that we're going to be in the land of plenty, that we're going to be that way. I keep telling you all that what, that we have this that this responsibility don't belong to us, but all he's asking us to do is to walk right and talk right, that what, that he's going to make a path for us, that he's opening the door. I don't know if you've been listening the last couple of Sundays, and you see there's been a theme going on in all my messages, amen, that God has given to me, is to tell you to chill out. Oh, come on, somebody. Some of you, you're worried about this, and you're worried about that. God is telling me me to tell you, chill out. You take it on too much. See, you're going to break yourself down because you were, and he said, cast your cares for he cared for you, that he knows exactly where you are. He knows what you're in. He knows what you're dealing with. And he knows because he's the good shepherd. He said, if you'll trust me, amen, that I got your back. If you'll trust me, I don't know about you, but I'm in a place in my life right now. I have no choice but to trust him. I'm around people and around things, around situations and circumstances that I don't know, folk, amen. But God has sent people strategically into my life to be able to help me. That God has put people in the right place at the right time. And he even in the middle of all that, there's always what a wolf in sheep's clothing. There's one that appears to be one thing, but it comes across as another. Amen. 
Man, and all these things that what God is still God is because he knows. He said that if you listen to me, that I will what make you lie down. I will lead you beside the still waters. And then he said, when all this is done, that what you're going to get restored. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That what you're going to be restored and you're going to be restored. Why? Because you belong to him. You for his name's sake that you belong to him. And since you belong to him, amen, that he restores you. He makes you better. He makes you go forward. He makes you know when they thought that you was running out, when they thought you was about to quit, when they thought you were going to throw in the towel, when they thought you said you've had enough, that what he does, what he restores you. So right when you got to the point that you said that, Lord, I'm done with this, and Lord, I can't take anymore, Lord, I can't go to the next level. It seems like this thing is blocking me. Lord, it seems like I can't go forward. That what he do is what he restores you. Amen. He restores you and he reminds you why you are where you are. He reminds you of the assignment. He reminds you that the battle is not yours, but the battle belongs to the Lord. Amen. So all you are is that, that we are hackers on this stage and we go through life and as we move about and we go and we maneuver through and we go through the things we go through, I am reminded that it's not about you, my brothers and sisters. But it's about him and his glory, amen. For there's someone who's watching you from afar. There's someone who's trying to figure out this thing. There's someone who's wondering, Lord, is they the real deal? Lord, are they the real McCoy? Lord, are they authentic? And I'm here to tell you today that we are authentic in everything we do. That we are to go for it. That means that every day is going to be nice and sunny, but every day is great. Why? Because I'm still with you, oh God. And you're still going to take care of me, Lord. And you're restoring my soul. And he does what? And he leads us down that path of righteousness, amen. Why? Because it's his name. It's not about you, but it's for his name. And I'm telling you today that we do not own ourselves, but the responsibility belongs to him. But our job is to do what? To follow him and to let him lead us and let him take us and put us where he desires to go. That God wants far more for you than you want for yourself. That he wants more for you than you even thought about. You even think about why? Because you're your limited point of view is just this big, amen, but God is limitless, amen, he knows all that he sees all, he's the alpha, he's the omega, he's the beginning, the end, the first, the last, and the one that's ever to come, amen, there was none before him, there'll be none after him, amen, for all power is in his hand, amen, on this morning, so then he goes on and he keeps and tell us that what? Man, even though you're going to walk through that valley of the shadow of death, that means what? There's going to be a shadow of death with it that it's not going to kill you, amen. That he has his hand on you. I know it's going to appear that it's going to kill you. You're going to be able to feel it sometimes and you'll be like, Lord, this, this is it. But I'm here to tell you today that that is not your end, amen. He said that the shadows will come, but I pick up my, my shield of faith, amen, and I remind myself that he is Jehovah Jireh, that he is my provider, that he's Jehovah Nisi, that he fights my battles, that I have the sword of the spirit, amen, and I should be able to speak life and not death into my situation, that I can speak life and not death into my family, that I can speak life and not death into our church, amen, that I can speak life into our members, amen, the yea do I walk through that valley of the shadow of death, amen, he didn't say that you won't go to walk through it, amen, you're going to see bodies on each and every side of it, but it's not going to be you, you're going to see some things go down, but it's not going to be you, why, because you're walking with the good shepherd, amen, for the shepherd has his hands all over you, amen. He has his hands on you, and you got to believe and know that the shepherd got you, that the good shepherd is good for a reason, amen, because he takes care of his own, amen. He's a shepherd for a reason because he sees before you see, amen. He knows before you know. He saw it before you saw it, and therefore he provided a way of escape, amen. And as he's Elohim, he's El Shaddai, he's the lily of the valley, and he's the bright and morning star. He's that rose of shame. 
He is the bomb in Gilead, amen. And my Bible tells me that the good shepherd continues to help us to walk through that shadow. Some of you been through some things in your body, amen, and you've been struggling inside of your mind, Lord. Say, Lord, how do I get this? And Lord, how does this move? And how does this go? That I'm here to tell you today that you're walking through the shadow, but stay with the good shepherd. Follow the good shepherd. He said, well, could you fear no evil? Fear no evil. Why? Because I am with thee. He said, for thou art with me. And if I'm with you, amen, you ain't got nothing to fear. I don't know about you, but I remember back in the day, sometimes when we had friends or whatever and things were going on, they said, look, you need to come with me. You ain't got to worry about it because you with me. Oh, come on, somebody. Do y'all remember those times? I have a friend, a couple of friends that, hey, man, I'm grateful for, but when it come time we go to certain games or go to certain situations or I've taken them, I said, look, you ain't got to worry about nothing tonight because you with me. Amen. Meaning that I'm going to take care of you. That anything you want to eat or anything you want to you want to drink or anything you want to go or any place we want to do, that what well, I'm going to take care of that. Why? Because you are with me. Well, this is what he's telling us here, that you are with me. Thou art with me. Thou art with me. So if you are with him, that means he got you, boo. Oh, come on, somebody. That he's got you taken care of. And so many times we get to this point that we start worrying about things and we wear ourselves to death. We put ourselves in this place. We put ourselves in this misery. Why? Because we're worried about how tomorrow is going to work out. And he told us already that if I will feed the birds of the air, that I will certainly take care of you. And if I got to do this, amen, that I got you. And then what? I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know how it's all going to come together. But the Bible says like this, that all things work together for the good of them who are called to the Lord, who work well, according to his purpose, amen. So therefore, what? if you own purpose, if you are in purpose, then you should move forward that you shall live and not die. Amen. He says he also does what? That they even though we walk through that, that sometimes you get a little weary. And because you get a little weary in that, don't worry about it. I gave you my rod and my staff. Huh? <laughs> my rod and their staff, they comfort me. I know the rod, the rod, the rod, the rod, the rod, the rod. That what is that sword. That, amen. That he's given us that rod to move things in. That rod to to push things, amen, and their staff that what? I know some look at his staff as a stick here, but I'm telling you that the staff is the people that he put around you. Woo! Come on, somebody. See, some of you have a staff, amen. You have some people who support you in the work that you do. You have some folk who are there with you, and I'm here to tell you today that he said what? That that rod and that staff, they will comfort me. That what? He's giving you a group of people, amen, that are really for you, amen. I know sometimes we get in a place that we've had so many things come on to us. Some of us have found ourselves in a place that we've been that, that we've been attacked and we've been abused and therefore we, we shut ourselves off to the world and we said, Lord, I can't take no more of this abuse, Lord. I don't know who's for me, Lord. I don't know who's against me and I'm asking God right now that he raises your level of discernment, that he raises your level of discernment so that you can understand and you will know exactly what's going on and how it's going and how you to move and how you to walk and how you to talk, that he gives you the discernment and how, how to work around people and how to work with people and how to work through some people because he's giving you a staff, amen. He's giving you some people who are truly a part of the team, who truly want to see you successful, who truly want to see you go to the next level, who truly want to be with you, who truly want to see nothing better than you to do well. And they don't want anything else from you, amen. But I know some of us have been in situations and circumstances that we've been in places that people have abused us and they've taken advantage of us and they've hurt us and they did all these things and we allow these things that happened in the past to control our future, amen. But I'm here to tell you today that God said, I got you. 
Uh-uh. That I give you that staff. You know, but he said, thou staff, thou staff, they comfort me. That what I have sent them to protect you. I have sent them to help you. I have sent them to support you. I have opened up the door for them to be with you. That what they're there to comfort you. Amen. Because while they're comforting you, watch this. I am preparing this table over here for you. That this food is about to be spread. Amen. I'm wiping the crumbs off from the last who ate there. And this table is just for you. Amen. It's going to have everything thing that you need at this table. It's going to have all the pieces at this table. All the things that you would want and you would design that what? They're going to be sitting here at this table. And I'm preparing this table for you right there in the front of your enemy. Those who said things about you. Those who know they said things. Those who opened up the door. Those who went this way. Those who went that way. I've opened up the table for you. I've placed the table for you right here. I've put it in front of them that what? That they can see you win. Hallelujah. That they can see you go to the next level. That they can see why not because it's a thing that you gluten or whatever, but I need them to know that I've been with you from day one, that I anointed you, that I put you there, that they didn't do what they thought they did, but it was I who allowed it to be set up that way so that I can get the glory out of your life, so that I can get the glory and get the others to see that it was I that did this, amen. How do you know that God gets the glory out of your life? Hallelujah, hallelujah. So he said that I will even bless you in the presence of your enemies because what? I want them to see that I got you. And in fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to anoint you to another level and I'm going to do it right in front of them. So I'm going to pour the oil and the oil, what? That my cup runneth over, meaning that what? The oil runs all over me, amen. The Bible tells us that when they took it, they, they would anoint people and they would pour it on their head. Because what? The anointing flows from the head down. Decisions flow from the head down. The decisions that the head make affects the rest of the body. Amen. So down the decision of God and the decision of his anointing, decision of his grace, the decision of his, his glory is now upon you and I. Amen. And it runs down from the head. Amen. So that we make better decisions with our head. So therefore we do things with our body. Amen. And then we don't run from things with our feet. Oh God, that we take these things and now it runs over me to that. What is all over me that I have enough to give somebody else. Amen. That I don't be stingy with what it is that he's given me because he's giving it to me to share with somebody else. That he's opened up the door for me to be able to help somebody else. That what you have, brothers and sisters, is not about you, but it's about to be able to share with somebody else. Your light does not get any smaller because you shared it. Your light does not flicker anymore because you share it. And what you find is what you have is what you have. What God is giving you, he's giving you. And he's giving it to you to multiply. Amen. We talked about that before. That everything with God is about multiplicity. That you are to multiply, 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 multiply. If you're not multiplying in the area of your life, you need to go back and figure that out. Amen. You need to go back and look at things. Lord, where did I miss the mark? Lord, where did I miss what you were trying to do with me? Lord, where did I miss it, oh God? Because I'm not living in a life of multiplicity, amen, that things are not multiplying around me. If you notice and you look in your life, you'll find in all kinds of parts of your life that things are multiplying. Things are getting better. That things are growing. Things are changing. Even though you don't think so, you're not looking at it because what? The Bible said, do not despise today a small beginning. So some of the things that you're dealing with is really small right now, but they're starting to grow. They're starting to multiply and it's starting to build your confidence in God. It's starting to build your supreme confidence in him to be confident to know that he's able to do that which he has started. He's able to see it and to finish. Amen. So now that he's prepared this table for them, 
and it's running over that way. You have so much of it, you don't know what to do with it. You don't know what to do with it. See, this is how God is working on us. Some of you, you have so much anointing that God is giving you. You don't know what to do with it. And therefore, now you find yourself frustrated because you said, Lord, what can I do with this? And Lord, what can I do with that? Lord, I need to do this and I need to do that. And now you find yourself frustrated. But I'm here to tell you today that God is giving you purpose. Amen. He's putting you in a place. The good shepherd has been taking care of you all your life. And then he takes you to the next level of that, that as I share, meaning that things are going to come against you, that as I share, that I'm going to open up some doors that, that I didn't see before, Lord. You're going to open some doors for me to walk through. There's going to be some people who are going to be talking about me, Lord. They're, they're going to be saying my name in new rooms, oh God, that I haven't even stepped into yet. That my reputation is going to perceive me, not in a negative way, but in a good way, Lord. It's going to open up some things for me, oh God. You're setting me up, Lord, to meet some new people that I've never met before, Lord, that you're going to use to usher us to the next level. So watch it. So surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So now they'll see that with me. They say, you know, it's something about him. People say, I don't know what it is about him. I don't know what it is about her, but I tell you this, they have the ick factor. You don't know it, but you know it when you see it. And it is clear that they have it because they show it and they can show it without having to do it. Oh, come on somebody. And I know that it's the Holy Ghost. That's Jehovah Jireh that's living inside of us. That is Elohim that's living inside of us. It's it's the anointing that's living inside of us. It's his grace that's living inside of us. It's not nothing that I've done that was so great. It's not nothing I've done that was so wonderful. It's not nothing I've done that was so powerful. But it was, it was his grace and his anointing that he gave me to lead. It was his grace and his anointing that he gave me to move and to talk and walk and say what I say and do what I do and go where I go and move how I move. Come on, somebody. How many of you know it was his anointing? So he said, now watch this. As long as I stay in the path, with him, as long as I stay following the good shepherd that these things have been with me all my life. They just don't happen in a season, but they happen all my life. They don't happen just in a moment in time, but they happen all my life. It don't happen just in this, this snapshot, but it happens all my life. So for all my life, he's taking care of me. For all my life, he's washed out for me. All my life, that means the life that was behind me, the one I'm presently living, and the one that he's calling me to. All y'all with me on this morning. So what I'm going to do, and because of this, what I would dwell in the house of the Lord for forever. Why? Because he's my owner, amen, and I'm getting connected to the good shepherd. How many of you know that you want to stay connected to the good shepherd? It's the good shepherd that makes you walk. It's the good shepherd that makes you talk. It's the good shepherd that lets you move and guide it and keep you and hold you. Well, I'm telling you at the end of the day, brothers and sisters, you say what it is that you want to say. You go where you want to go. You do what you want to do. That is your decision, but I'm telling you today to stay with the good shepherd shepherd. For the good shepherd has your best interest in heart. If the good shepherd has you, that what truly goodness and mercy is going to follow you. Why? Because it's on the good shepherd. And what rolls off the good shepherd, it runneth over him. And it runs to you and it's so much on you. And it runs to all the others that are in you, around you. Amen. So you are to what? Stay focused on the good shepherd and follow the good shepherd. Why? Because you're going to dwell with him for forever. That we are looking forward to dwelling with him for forever. I don't know about you, but I look forward to dwelling with him for forever. I don't know about you, but I am grateful that he is in my life. I'm grateful that he's part of what I do. I'm grateful that he's part of my walk. I'm grateful that he's part of my talk. I'm grateful that he's led and he's guiding me. He's pulled me in all truth and understanding. I'm grateful that to know that I should live in this house for forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you know that you got the good shepherd on this morning? How many of you know that you're following the good shepherd on this morning? And if you're not following the good shepherd, I will tell you, this is your now, your time, and your opportunity that you should follow the good shepherd. 
Hallelujah. The good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd. But God is the good shepherd. And he's looked out for us and he's taking care of us and he loves on us and he's blessed us and he's kept us. Amen. And for he is the good shepherd. Hallelujah. How many of you know that you need to stay connected to the good shepherd? Yes, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd. And I just claim out to bring this message to you all today that some who may be weary in their well-doing, they know that the good shepherd has not forgotten you. The good shepherd knows why. You know, you seem like, well, he ain't done this and he ain't done that. Well, because you are where you're supposed to be. And he's already got, he spends all his time going out there looking for the 99. The Bible says he has the 99, but he will leave for the one. But I'm telling you, don't you leave, amen, because you're already in line and you're in line for the next blessing that he has. Amen. You're in line. You don't want to get out of line and then things go crazy and all where Then you what? You start over, amen. But he's got you. He's not forgotten you, my sister. He's not forgotten you, my brother. He's just waiting. He's just waiting. He's just waiting. There's a time into everything. The Bible said there's a, a season for everything that's under the sun. Amen. And this is not just that season, but in these seasons that are to come, that we are to wait, stay steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the word of the Lord. For he has the power and the grace and the strength to do that exactly which, what he said. Amen. And I just wanted to remind you on today and remind you on this morning that he is the good shepherd that he has not forgotten you, that what you're going to continue to walk with him and he's going to continue to talk with you and all you got to do is continue to follow him and he's got you. He's going to delay your path. I know you see some things. I know the government is about to shut down, they say, and this is about to happen and that's about to happen and all these things. Are, let me give you a little news flash. These things have been happening around us all the time. They've always been going on, amen, but here's nonetheless, the good shepherd has us. The good shepherd is taking care of us. The good shepherd is watched out for us. The good shepherd is continuing to keep us, amen. And it's that good shepherd that's going to what, usher us home to the next level in him as he continues to spiral us, amen, that we'll continue to spiral up and go through what he has us to go through, to say what he's called us to say, to live how he's called us to live. But know that it is the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, the good shepherd that has us, amen. It's the good shepherd that's been walking with us, the good shepherd that's been talking with us, the good shepherd who's been keeping us, amen. And I tell you all, we just need to relax. Relax, 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 because it's the good shepherd. Because I got you. 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 For it's his anointing. God is not mocked. Whatever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So God is just not going to allow anything and everything to happen to you. Because you're his, amen. Unless he gave him sanction. And if he gave sanction, sanction for it to happen, then that means what? He's going to look out and he's going to take care of you. And you got to know and believe that. And this is where our faith comes in. I know you've been down. I know you've been struggling. But I'm here to tell you today, this is not the time to give up. If anything, this is the time to ramp up. Get closer. Get closer. Say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Go smoking Norfolk on him. I need you. I need you. Because mm -hmm. he's there. And he's just waiting on us to acknowledge that he's there. And stop leaning into our own understanding. But in all our ways, do what? Acknowledge him. And he shall what? Direct our path. Go here, not there. Move here, not there. Walk this way, not that way. But Lord, it's, it's thorny over here. Walk this way, not that way. They're waiting on you over here. But if you go this way, they'll never see you. <laughs> this is the kind of God we serve. Why? Because he has the, the 30,000 foot view. And he's looking down and he sees where everything is going. And he sees where we are in this maze called life. And he's looking, and he's looking. He said, oh, I see this over here. You go over here. 
see that over there? No, take this turn over here because that's going to be a roadblock for you. So we got to trust her. I'm trusting her. And I'm not going to say and tell you it's always easy. Why? Because I'm a man and I want to make things my own way and I want to do them the way I want to do them and I want to go and do this kind of thing, right? That's what we do. We do. But he's telling us in this season, in every season, trust him. And he's going to lead in the way. God bless you all. I love you. I hope that this message has been a blessing to you. Amen. On this morning. For God is good and he's worthy, worthy to be praised. At this time, we want to move into our offering part of our service. Amen. That you bring in all the tithes and offering into the storehouse. Amen. They're not ours, but they're his. Amen. And we ask that you be a blessing and you be obedient that you follow through. Um. Here at the Safe House Church, um, we do our tithing offering by way of the cash app. That's dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Again, that's dollar sign Safe House Church GSO. Or you can do it um Zale. Zale at offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Again, it's offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Or you can do PayPal. PayPal.me forward slash ministry80. Again, it's PayPal.me forward slash ministry80. Or you can write a check or a money order to Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, that's Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Again, that's Finding Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes. How many of you feel pretty good in your spirit, amen? I don't know about you, but I feel good about where we're going and what God is going to do and what he's already done, amen. I'm just grateful, 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 amen. I think all announcements have been made. I don't think we missed any birthdays this week, so we're going to move forward towards the end of our service. I ask that you all continue to pray for me, pray for my mother-in-law, continue that God blesses her and her health, as well as other. you all continue to keep Sister Kellen in your prayers. And if you get the opportunity, go by and see, check on our sister, amen. Um, you all know I'm in and out of town, so I've you not know, gotten about as much as I would like, amen. But um, go by and check on, you know, if that was you, you want somebody to come by and holler at you every now and then. So, um, you know, y'all, you know, call and reach out, amen. But she's our sister, amen, and we are to um, take care of one another, amen. Hallelujah. God is good. He is great. He is great, and, I, and I'm just grateful. If all hearts and minds are clear, let's move towards the benediction. Oh, Lord, and the Father, Lord, I said, watch and keep your people, Lord Jesus, while they leave here on today, Lord Jesus, wherever they may go, whatever they put their hand to do on today, Lord, bless them, keep them, Lord, strengthen them, oh God, like only you can, open up doors for them like only you can, Lord Jesus, pour out a blessing, they don't have room enough to receive that, they overflow being their lives, and Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we trust you as a good shepherd, oh God, watch over and keep us, strengthen us, Lord, help us to go forward, to be all that you cause to be, to do what you cause to do, to say what you cause to say, to live how you cause to live, and to pray how you cause to pray. For it's your anointing that destroys the yoke and set the captive free, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, and we love you, and we praise your name. We give your name all the honor and all the praise, the glory and the power, Lord, for it's yours and yours alone. For we dare not touch that glory. And in all that ways, we acknowledge you, Lord, and you say you will direct our path. And we ask you all you things that others in the powerful name of Jesus. For we know this one thing, and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you all. I love you all. Remember prayer, I mean, on Wednesday. We have our Bible study, amen. We're getting closer to finishing up. I know I've been belaboring Joseph. Y'all know that's one of my favorite stories. So I know I've been kind of dragging my feet, but I just want to try to tease every piece of it out, amen. Because it's a good story. It's a it's a great, extraordinary 
stories that you can learn so much from. Amen. But we're going to keep moving and then remember our prayer on um, each and every morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and at 5 a.m. for those folk out in the Central. All right. God bless you all. Love you all. I ask that you all pray for my travels and um, pray for me as we go back and forth and do what we got to do. God bless you all. I love you all. You all take care. And remember that God is good and he's worthy to be praised. Take care. Have a good one. Love you. Bye-bye.